has a tree nut allergy. Hello there. Well, hello there, sir. Hello. Welcome to a, a very special episode of of House I Nerd, uh, because uh, from what I know, butcher baker, candlestick maker, not necessarily in that order. Oh my God! What did we just? What did I just watch? What the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um. It's gonna make your head explode. It it will in fact make your head explode. Um, or someone's. Many someone's. Wow. Um well yeah, let's before we just dive directly straight into the madness. The absolute the madness. Insanity of what we um How you doing, buddy? How's it going? You having a good week? Not, not too bad. It's it's a week. It is. It is a week. Tomorrow will determine how stressed I am about tomorrow. Fair. Fair. I mean, There's, I there I'm... is information that I do not have that will impact the stress level of tomorrow. I guess what I'm really asking is, um, has your home been raided by the FBI this week? Or, you know, is that just just some people? Not I thought you. that was going to I thought that was going to happen to everyone. Fox oh and that that I would be raided by the FBI because if it can happen to the president, it can happen to you. Also, former president. Also, mm. has happened. Um, I mean, I mean, just saying, political figures uh, get, get raided all the time. In fact, I'm pretty sure there was a whole group of people that were that were cheering about someone else in Florida getting raided by the FBI. And we're like, yeah, democracy. Uh, turns out uh, i don't know fascism is when the rules you know apply to not you but the out group only um and that's what we're seeing uh, straight up i thought you said we weren't gonna die straight into this episode oh wait <laughs> because it's so fucking close to reality that it's that it's maddening um <laughs> i'm be, be honest it's been a week Right, like it has been a very personally, professionally, politically, <laughs> it has been a week. It has been a really, really, really rough week. So, I, um, I am curious. I, I have heard that um, the Sandman has not visited your home. So, I mean, uh, this is what happens when you take, when you capture the God of Dreams and place him in some weird ass basement in a mansion for a decade. This is what happens. You know. Like I, I, I don't know if you've seen Sandman yet. I, I but, have not. I okay, have not. Um, that reference will make sense when you see the first episode. No, I just finished season two of The Boys, so I am I'm slowly but surely picking <laughs> up the things. Um, no, I mean like the thing is, is like it should be a good day, man. There's NFL football on the TV right now. Like, I mean, oh. admittedly, it's preseason football, but like, <laughs> still football, still a form of football. 
Um, I am personally looking forward to being repped by a large number of podcasts here in the near future as we dominate <laughs> the uh, the podcast league that we talked about that um, is last that year. Is, you, yeah. may, you may note that we talked about the podcast league and a bunch of other podcasts on our podcast because we did not dominate the league. And those we were the a, rules. <laughs> we had a really, really good year. We, we did, a, but we did not dominate. We did not dominate. We did fourth? not. Um, yes, we did come in fourth, just narrowly losing out. Um, and no, I'm, I'm not bitter about that at all. No. Um, I, in fact, was not editing our roster um, while I was, you know, waiting to catch I am slightly more bitter that other members of the podcast league were not aware of the terms where you are supposed to rep the other podcast if you lose to them. That was slightly disconcerting, but you're welcome, everyone, for the free advertising, I suppose. You know what? No, I mean, honestly, it's fun. It's just fun to be a part of this fantasy league. So, I mean, look, we're, we're bringing it up. Like, obviously... It has not been a very nerd-heavy news week, or at least it's not been a very nerd-heavy news week that I've seen. So we have a little bit of time to talk about other things um, tonight. Which may or may not be dangerous. It, it can definitely be dangerous, but but we do have a little bit of a, a change in schedule. Um, and we probably should share that with everybody on, on how things are going to look and, and listen here oh, in the very near future. No, no surprises. Um. We're gonna start due to due to Andor being pushed back. I think I think we talked about this briefly. Yeah. Like, hey, what are we gonna do? Because Andor is being moved back. I think that moved back like three weeks or four weeks or something like that for like reshoot. Something like that. You know, technical to make it to make it the worst show that's ever been in existence. I'm sure. I'm gonna go ahead and apologize. My snarky level is gonna be way high tonight. Oh man, so we have the snark and the snark? We do. We do oh, have man. to snark on the snark. Snark it up. Um, you might want to. You, you might want to grab your AK for this one, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what we've decided is that we are going to double up on boys episode, uh, the boys episodes, because I am try. fucking dying to watch season three. <laughs> we are going to try and fire through season three by watching two episodes per week. So you're going to get double the boys' coverage every week. Um, that is the with, statement of the great man. If you like the boys, you are going to be thrilled about that. If you don't like the boys... Um, then well, watch the news and you'll get the same thing. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get the exact same content. Yeah, same um, storyline. But what uh, that Nazis means, are taking over. <laughs> what that means for you, dear listener, um, listeners, is that tonight we're, gonna, we're going to finish season two tonight. Um, so episodes seven and eight of season two will be discussed tonight, um, which is going to mean the format is a little different. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it can stay relatively close. It's going to stay relatively close, but I think because in all fairness, um, my son is not sleeping at all. Um, and I just fired through these episodes maybe about an hour ago. Um, oh, yeah. Very fresh in my mind. Um I'm still trying to collect my thoughts. So what I'm, what I'm <laughs> trying to warn is if I bleed over storylines uh, between season, uh, episode seven or episode eight, apologies. We will try our best to not have this happen in the future. That is why I started this out with what I know. <laughs> it's the same You're not necessarily in that order. <laughs> uh, he, is, he is a wonderful little kid and he is just not very sleepy. Um, so so yeah. what I... Yeah. I can relate is that that sounds familiar. 
he did he did sit and watch um episode seven and eight with me my less than don't be alarmed they can't see much farther than like a foot in front of them like don't don't be alarmed especially if you've seen these like oh my god a child watched that (laughs) no a potato watched that but yeah i mean so like i lovingly say potato no he is he's 100 percent potato um i may have this may not have been my most like proud parent moment but you know what like we've been over this my potato i had to get him to stop screaming (laughs) and he wanted to be held so help holding him while we watched the episode was was where we're at um but what i can share in non my son related news um in a weird weird bit of timing here um obviously um this is just tweeted an hour ago so this is really weird timing just happened um but if you you know you listen to this show you know our affinity for huey um played by the actor jack quaid um Jack Quaid literally posted one hour ago. So this is, we're on Saturday, <laughs> August the 13th. Um, at coach starting season three um, and wrap up season two, he just posted that he is boarding a flight to take off for shooting of season four of The Boys. Hell um, yeah. So real time, real time reporting here. Now, when you listen to this, this might be three weeks old. It might be three years old. Um so I always love to kind of give a like a timestamp of like when things yeah. are happening. We're 2022. We're, 2022, Saturday, August 13th. We are just now sitting down to record. And it looks like the boys will be starting shooting of season four very, very soon. So um, our alien or AI or computer overlords, whatever they are, when you're listening to this in 700,000 years. Uh, <laughs> we were good at this. Yeah, yeah this was the year we started. We at least yeah. did this. <laughs> at so, the very least at the very least words were said words were recorded and then they were published <laughs> for posterity that is that is a thing that happened but we but, also might have so, to deal with the heat death of the universe so maybe no one no one hears this yeah we scream into the void possible. as we that become stardust and on that cheery note yeah, it's cheerier than most of this most of this fucking episode man <laughs> Like I'm, I'm dreading the first five minutes of, but I don't, I don't know why it was, it was rough. Like I had like a visceral reaction to the first five minutes of this. It was just, it was, it, it was just upsetting. I put like, it down. Yeah, I, it, it was just so, uh, so upsetting. I put and it down. if you've watched, you know what the the scene is, and it's, I don't, a fast forwarded radicalization, and it, and it just so spot on uh, that it it's that like wake up go to work wake up go to work wake up ingest ingest bullshit ingest hate wake up go to work ingest more hate like i mean by what like the third the third groundhog day uh, he stopped saying i love you to his partner that's that's there like they're like love you and he's just buried in his thoughts and is just Far, farther farther down the rabbit hole it's it's like watching your your aunt karen like spiral down yeah spiral down the cue hole mm-hmm. uh, it, it is just the you you know you know where it's going as soon as you see the guy at the gas station you know exactly where the story is going to end like oh yeah and, it, and it's it's this weird sentence that like our society on this side seems to have with radicalization 
like it's like oh no to be a radical you have to be a terrorist and in their mind terrorist means someone of brown skin from like the middle east that's it that's a terrorist and like actually um homegrown terrorists like those are the it's that that guy it's it's watching like watching let's be real it's alex jones that's what this was this was yeah and it's funny that it happened this this year right that we watched it recently because we just we just went through the alex jones bullshit not two weeks ago and the sandy hook you know it's it's intriguing to me that they they chose to do this this way. I don't I don't know about you, but um, well, first of all, first of all, just because I I want to tie this in, the actor who does this, his name is Charlie Kuntz, um, and Charlie Kuntz is you might remember him if you watched Community. Um, he is the character known as Neil or Fat Neil, um, which is it's one of the single best Community episodes of all time. That is no longer on the streaming service. It's no longer played. You cannot find this episode of TV um, on any streaming service because in this episode, the, the the character of Neil is made fun of. He's called Fat Neil, but on the show Community, um, highly recommended if you haven't seen it. Community is a great show. <laughs> then I guess download it because <laughs> you, you can't, can't find it anywhere. You can't download it. That's and and what I'm trying to say is is so in this show Ken Jong who portrays a kind of a crazy person um they're they're playing the Dungeons playing and right into type yes um so think the hangover if you've not if you've seen the hangover he plays that character again <laughs> and and jong does a scene in blackface um because his his elf character is black mm. um and it's mm. it's problematic well um, now i see why this isn't on any streaming service yeah, it, it it this came up during the pandemic. Um, that this was one of those things that people saw and said, you know, we really don't need to include that in our society anymore. Um, but I bring it up because the second I saw this actor on screen, I said, "That's Charlie Coons." Um, I, what I said was, "Is that's Fat Neil from Community?" Um, and it's it's intriguing to me because they played this, the interaction with him, the longer he's on screen the more deeply involved he is in his headphones mm-hmm. and his phone. And that, sc- that, sh- that shot where he's in pitch black, just staring at his phone. And you can tell he's intensely scroll. you know, and, you're, all- and it's isolated. We know that person. It's he's making this choice. Well, I've been that person where you just, you fall down a rabbit hole on the internet and at the, like it's at 3 a.m. The- and you're doom scrolling. Yep. Or you're tick, you're doom, uh, tick talking or, or whatever you call it. Um, and all that just... information goes into your ear hole there and finding the same thing you keep finding your own little echo chamber and that's it that's all you look at you you watch only Newsmax or only Alex Jones and that's the sole source of you just keep focusing on rabbit and keep screaming into the echo it's just it's sad because yeah. They make that they play with the light on his on the gas station clerk's eyes, which honestly, it's one of those blink and you miss it kind of moments. Right with with the ca- the gas station character, but you're right. The second I saw that, I said, I know where we're going. Like that, someone's about to commit a murder. 
right? And it's not going to be... This is going to be sad. Because the hate is taking hold. Yeah. Oh, just, it's, it's so sad to, to, to watch this character become radicalized and then murder someone. And then to go from that to... This is such a small part of, like, really, this whole scene just, I, I mean, what do we get? What's the song? It's like, a, it's a wonderful, that, I, I forget what the, yeah. the song is, but you're just like, holy fuck. And really, this whole scene is just a throwaway line later in the episode. So, like, this was included for a very specific reason. Like, someone, someone put this in here for a reason. Like, you, you didn't need to show this to have a throwaway line later oh yeah there's a terrorist attack or there was you know there was a murder at a gas station like you didn't you didn't need that it's just no. ends up being a throw line later it's, because to me so it was like it, to me, it's visceral it was included because of the scene later with stormfront and homelander where they say thoughts and prayers because right. when they say was thoughts it. and prayers i you know what i'm hearing is is what you see in homelander's eyes that i don't give a shit i have what? to say that just kind of mumbling it anyway. So yeah, thoughts and prayers. All right, yeah. It's the it's the afterthought. Like so many, so many people. Or it's I think that's what I don't know on our Twitter if I posted it on. Like no, like policy and change. Like I don't talk about your thoughts and prayers. Don't think about me. Don't pray for me. Like do something. Do fucking it's something. Sound, it's a soundbite, and that's that's yeah. all it is. Is it, it sounds good when you say it, but it's been said so many times now at this point. It doesn't, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't mean anything. Honestly, I get angry when I hear it at this point. So Yeah, because you know that that's, that's the out. That's the out. Well, let's, I express my thoughts and prayers. So what else do you want from me? What more do you want from me? Exactly. Yeah, do something. I, I've, done Especially- I've done my bit. Which is what they are. We have the we have the proxy for America. And he's like, yeah. Let me go hop on a plane and get to Cancun before. Wraps up here. Hey Ted, how's it going? Yeah. Um. All right, so let's. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, we still on. Um... It is. And I think that's the thing is that it's intended to be super upsetting. This is an entertainment show, right? And I could have seen that shot being used as a PSA. Like that could have been, that could have been like one of those, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs <laughs> kind of PSA thing. I mean, it, it's more instructional than, than many would, of the honestly, things that I, I saw. I'm interested to see like what, what the point Breakdown. We'll watch the show, like because really, what I want to know is how many people are point. <laughs> like <at> running, <laughs> and just like, oh yeah, that was cool. Cool stuff. Ah. <sighs> It's it's intriguing. We go ahead, Tara, for a second. Yep, go ahead. Okay, are we still there? I'm I'm here. Can okay, you hear cool. me? 
yeah, the the Wi-Fi in South is is crying uncle. So <laughs> so so I just switch back to switch back to regular signal. So hopefully we will remain uninterrupted until my battery dies. <sighs> Much better now. We had a little bit of interference there, I think. So people yeah. may hear that. Um, but you know what? It, it, you know what? It is what it is at this point. It was it was not bad. It was just very briefly. You sounded like robot snark. So sweet. Um, so yeah. normal. And we have a fantastic yeah, editor, exactly. so we'll take care of that. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, I I think it. I think you know this is that thing that we talk about all the time, where it's like the people that are like. Just leave your politics out of TV, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that anymore. No, no like, one will forever. They like made, for so long. <laughs> they made their show the way they wanted to make it, and they can include the things that they want. Likewise, One American News Network can do the same, and I don't have to watch that shit um, because I don't want to. Wait, are like, you talking about Fox? That's not a news station. They have they have proved proved that beyond it like by showing fucking photoshopped photos, <laughs> like you were not a news network like you were you photoshopped something, and put it up as fact. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, so it's like a basic a basic freaking like Google search goes. Well, that's not the picture. It has actually it has a watermark in the back. We're talking Jesus. About, we're talking about. Um, I think it's the Hannity show had a fill-in host last night. I think the guy's name is Brett Bayer or Brett Bayer or something like that. Who cares? Um, Scott Campbell. That's his name. Racist um, is his name. But, um, <laughs> somebody who somebody who is being puppeted by Goebbels. Anyway. I mean Murdoch. Sorry. There's a there's an image of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine. I don't know. I can never pronounce her name. I don't know how to say her name. But her last G Maxwell. Maxwell, um, G Maxi, and somebody on Facebook edited this photo to include the judge's face in the place of of Epstein's face, holding like ice cream and cookies or something. Yeah, it was Oreos and and cookie, uh, ice, Oreos and ice cream or whatever. Something they Doesn't flashed matter. it up on the screen, right? And he's saying, "Well, now you can clearly see where the judge is influenced by," and and you watch it's on the screen long enough, you you can like physically feel that someone in that booth at Fox is looking at this picture and going, that's clearly Photoshopped because it's only on the screen for maybe, maybe 10 seconds. I mean, if that, but that was long enough for the people of the internet to find it. Um, And if you zoom in really closely on this, you'll see that there's actually a water stamp um, on the back of the picture where it says like the name of the Facebook meme group. That Jesus on this and stole from, um, and b- literally being put up as fact. Like, but like you're not even trying. I I think I said that today <laughs> today to someone. It's it's like a bunch of like fucking asshole morons got together and went, uh, guys, let's do a conspiracy, man. Let's do a conspiracy. How do you do that? It's almost like- how to do a conspiracy, and then this is what happens. You get you get fucking Bobert and Margie. Tucker Carlson, and they're like, "Yeah, man, let's do a conspiracy together. It'll be so tight. It'll be lit." Uh, anyway, it's, it's like ridiculous. It's like a few weeks ago when Stormfront, you know, shows shows Homelander. All you have to do is make a couple memes, yeah, and, and you lean into this shit. 
this is so on the nose because this shit has been going on for <laughs> yeah. six plus years now that we are all being collectively gaslit. Technically, it's been going on since shit. What was the Project Mockingbird? But I mean, probably before that. But I know what you mean. <laughs> it is time for us to grow up. It is time for us to get back to accepting right and wrong. And, and I think what what we see in this episode and what we see in this show is we are the boys. The people watching this show are, are I mean, regardless of where you fall in the political spectrum, you're watching this going, yeah, I'm, I'm the person standing up and speaking truth to power, right? Um, and... <laughs> They're they're doing everything but calling the dude Trump. Like, <laughs> there was literally a scene where Wham think, face first into the point. I think it's in the I think it's in the finale, but Bobby Singer, who is an amazing, amazing actor from Supernatural. I love the fact oh, that he's in every watch. show Kripke does. He brought him back. And it's amazing. Like every well, time I see him, I'm like, oh, it's a Kripke show. <laughs> but I think the scene where he's I think he says something like I think you, if you get Jesus Christ himself to testify, it still would pass. But or or yeah, I think he says Vought could take a shit on Fifth Avenue, and people still wouldn't care. Right, which is lighter than I could literally kill someone it's in a, Times Square. It's like direct paragraph. line. That's why I said I'm curious what the like the breakdown is of the ideologies that watch this show, because oh. my God, like it just like slaps you in the face. And if they're like watching this going, yeah, man, I'm the boys. You're fucking wrong. Like you're wrong. You're one of the assholes that's holding like the, yeah, go Homelander. Like that's who you are. And it's interesting because they, they make a point here. I mean, you feel like you feel like there is a person you can root for. Right. I mean, and to to jump way ahead all the way to the end of, you know, the, the finale, you find out that even that person, you can't cheer for because that person... <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't answer your question when you texted me like this is whole, this is a stormfront right I'm like nope I'm not saying anything because it's too perfect it's I mean it, it so I guess my my criticism for these two episodes right I mean is and I would burn I would it all say, down <laughs> burn all burn the whole system down do not watch <laughs> two hours of the boys back to back it is not oh it's good. tough. It's not good for your mental health. It's it's, it, not, it's really not. Um, That's why you need to come on and have like a two hour therapy session <laughs> with us. Yeah. Um, we'll eventually talk about the plots, the actual plots. It might be meandering, but we will get there. Mike, we may take the long way around. Of of episode seven is that there is, and maybe I'm missing the point on this, but there felt like there was an opportunity here with Butcher. Right, so I'm, I'm going to start with Butcher tonight because I think his is the weakest storyline of episode seven. It, it's Butcher's whole point, this, this episode seven, is he, he gets a phone call from his mom and his dad is in town. Or his dad, I guess, I guess based off the, the area code, it looked like they were visiting from across, you know, from London. Or yeah. um, and his dad is played by, and I, I wish that I had looked this up beforehand, um, and I will because research looks, sounds like typing, um, but his dad, who kind of is played as this like asshole, 
right? Like he's, I made you hard. I made you hard because I was so tough on on you. His name is John Noble. Um, John Noble was, is a phenomenal Australian actor. Um, He's in Lord of the Rings. He's in Fringe. He's in like freaking everything (laughs) sci-fi. Sleepy Hollow, Elementary. I mean, like he's, he's been in a lot of Mm, stuff. Elementary is a wildly underrated show. I feel like it really, so good. I really did enjoy it. I think Lucy Liu was in elementary. Yeah. Um, and it was very, very good. Very, very good. Um, but John Noble plays, you know, Butcher's dad. And you get this whole subplot of like, it, it's almost like they're trying to tell you like there's something wrong with the way that Butcher's brother died. And we started this a couple weeks ago when we were at Butcher's aunt's house. I picked, I, I picked up that he killed himself. I that's like that's what, what I, I got out of it is that he was bullied into killing himself, right? And I just don't know that I needed this right now. It's not a bad storyline. I just feel like we already did this. I'm like without seeing season three. Like I'm wondering if this is seeds for later. It could be. It it very well could be because the yeah, one I, thing I will say about these two episodes is it very well tied up almost all of this like loose threads from the first two seasons. I think his storyline gives us a little bit more insight into just him. Like why, why are you the way that you are? And it give, gives you a little bit of that. Like, I don't, I don't, do they ever come out and say like, I, I want to make sure that you don't end up like your father. No, it's, it's like, it's, it's like they but, dance around that too. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you're supposed to get, I, at least what I got from it is that you're supposed to take away that, he's he's edging closer to that and she wanted to when he actually goes she want his mom wanted to make sure that he had a little bit of closure and hey don't end up like him like this old miserable man who's just like yeah i did the right thing by making you hard like he wouldn't have you 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 survived you lasted he didn't he couldn't take it it's it's oh I mean, look, if, if, if this is what season three is going to be, is like, hey, you know, we're going to dive headfirst into this. I mean, I'll be, I'll be totally real with you. I don't know where season three is going to go at the conclusion. Like, the, I wanted to keep watching, and I probably will keep watching later, um, but it felt to me like it was sewn up very nicely, right? We, we finished the, the storyline with, you know, Butcher, at the end of these two episodes, Butcher really... It feels like he's at peace almost with, you know, the, the situation with his wife. He's not at peace with superheroes. That's for damn sure. Um, but he, you know, we get the, we get a very nice bow put on everything for him. And I guess, let me ask you this. Do we want to just do, we want to do storylines over the two episodes maybe? Because that might sure. be easier to tell, you know, instead of yeah, I mean, around it. I think you get, you get all of the, like you get all the threads and they all almost all of them end up converging in like the giant scene out in the field um, it's it, it it does feel like at the end of this episode we get like kind of a almost a, a wrap up for butcher mm-hmm. and and then it's oh but wait there's more <laughs> would you if they had ended this show at this point like if they had just said this is the end there is no more Obviously, we'd be disappointed, right? Like, I mean, this is not, that's not the boys, that's not the boys' story. But it almost felt like that's what they were doing. 
I mean, to me, it, it felt the exception of maybe one or two characters, they didn't get any kind of closure, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the other the other piece we get from Butcher is like his his willingness to go farther than necessary like to do to do it he's like i'll kill your daughter i'll kill your daughter's husband i'll kill you i'll kill your daughter's children i'll kill everybody everyone will die and and it's just like oh thank you for the tea you're you're quite nice you're lovely when you see his eyes shift um there was a lot of like camera work around eyes this episode at least two episodes i feel like pieces of his and i I really, I really, especially knowing vaguely where his story goes, like the getting the powers and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I, you know, he's the other side of Homelander. Like he's the other side of that coin. Um, that they're they're inextricably linked, and you see you see the same madness. Like it's just this madness is aimed in a direction we agree with. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay. Um, he's yeah. doing a good he's doing he's doing a good he's doing the right thing right now and i was like well not not re- like do the ends justify the means like would murdering this guy's children and family like do, does that make him any better than homelander the answer has to be no i mean it, it, i don't think so like, no i mean to me it's it's not any better if you murder innocents to, to prevent a greater, I mean, his wife even makes the argument though, when she's talking about, you know, we have to, we have to keep, you know, we have to keep Ryan this way because think about all the people that he would hurt. That, yeah. The, like, I mean, we've seen that movie. That's called Brightburn. There's a or re- of, Superman Red Sun. Yeah. There's a lot of self-determination talk. Right. And I, I get it. I mean, I understand why they're doing this this way. It, it's to show, you know, like the character of Ryan, I would be honest with you. The character of Ryan was super fucking intriguing, but the longer <laughs> this drove on this season, yeah, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I'm very glad that his storyline is over. Like exceedingly glad that we're done with this. Um, I, I'm ready. I don't, for that I don't know if we are. I don't want him coming back. I, 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 I don't think we're going to be done with him. I mean, I guess that's. I mean, that's really where where we end too butcher's story is that's that yeah he's that's all he's got left is that kid that he's supposed to keep safe and he's like yeah i'll keep this is the only way i know how to keep you safe is by sending you off with the cia or whatever the uh, whatever their equivalent is in the show i i do want to point out um well i want to ask you when butcher wakes up so when ryan when Ryan hurts Stormfront, um, he also kills. Uh, I don't. I don't know if he does. He killed. He killed Beckler. I. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I. I am. I am. I am supposing. I am positing that his laser eyes killed Becca because she says to Butcher he didn't mean to. That tells me she knows something that Butcher doesn't because we don't we don't see that. So it is possible that Stormfront did that. I mean, you see Stormfront with her legs blown off and like her face charred and uh, and you know what you'd expect from laser eyes. Uh, and Becca has like you know has a cut on her neck. I mean, a deep cut, <laughs> but 
because uh, like those those don't those don't match to to me like laser eyes implies burning and explosions and i have the high ground yeah uh, but i hate you i <laughs> like that <laughs> i interpreted it as the laser cut her neck like the i mean he's aiming for he's aiming for stormfront because he's trying to protect his mom and, and it was a very nice callback to earlier in the episode when she's when they're uh stormfront and homelander are saying you have to do something yeah sometimes it's important to feel hate um and, and you can like feel him welling up the hate for yeah. her in that moment but um I don't like, the in my head the the wounds are not consistent with the I can death. See that. I can uh, see. So I'm I'm like there's gotta there's gotta be something else here, and that that's why I think this isn't the last we've seen of Ryan because he's gonna have to deal with that. That he thinks I, I think that's what we'll see is that he thinks he killed his mother, but in reality that's not what happened. Like you know Stormfront had you know like her gloves around her throat and it you know, pulled her off of her and that's what cut her throat. It's some, something or like shrapnel from somewhere or it's something yeah. happened. And like, I mean, it's very sad that I think, I think Becca believes that, you know, he, he did this, that he killed her. Um, and she's like, it's okay. I, I love him. Please. He needs to be taken care of. Like, don't that's let problem. this, don't let this ruin him. But I, I think we'll still see something about, about his character like that that storyline seems like it would be rife for a plot twist because on the surface you look at it and you go yeah he he you know blew her up it just it seems like breadcrumbs are there to open it up to a twist later i think it's intriguing because before we got this you know promise me you won't you won't hurt him i think butcher was going to kill ryan with that crowbar i think I think he was ready to. Yeah, I think he was absolutely going to murder Ryan, and you know Ryan is a little kid in that moment. Like he's going to get his skull caved in with that crowbar. Um, and maybe. It, uh, no, I, I. No, I mean, I mean, maybe logistically. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> who, who knows? We don't know what Ryan's powers are, other than like he's pseudo Homelander. Like maybe he has some of that. Maybe he has other things going on. Like who who knows? Like we've already seen, we are we've already got X twenty three. Let's let's ask. Let me ask this because we're talking about this scene. We do not see Stormfront die on camera. One hundred percent, she did not die. Okay, that's why when earlier in the season you were like, "I hope she dies." I think she should. I was like, "Oh, she's gonna get some," but but she, yeah, I don't, I don't think she's. Dead. I think it's another storyline that they leave open for something later yeah they even they even say at like the end of the the end of the episode essentially like oh we have her in a secure location i thought see that part i i view as bullshit we're turning her to darth vader as we said they're not they don't tell the truth about anything so like that part i was like whatever but we know for a fact that she can take the laser eyes and regenerate or heal so my thought is is that she doesn't need to be turned into darth vader her She's eye, gonna be back. Her eye is gonna regrow, right? God, that was a great stab too. That was a really nice stab. I Honestly, I feel like her storyline is the weak, the act, like the weakest one of these two episodes. I'm glad that that is over. I'm glad it just fun, yeah, it, you know. it ends where you expect it, and it's like you know she loses everything, 
saying like, oh yeah, she's a Nazi and gets outed as a Nazi. Um, thanks to, thanks to A-Train. <laughs> thanks to A-Train kind of getting jilted, but not really. Uh, like, I feel like these, these two episodes intertwine like so much um, that uh, this is, this is perfect. Uh, we get, we get penultimate leading directly into the finale, but I, yeah, Stormfronts was like, okay, cool. Like this is exactly what you'd expect to happen. She gets the shit beat out of her by girl power, that um, was cool. which is, I, I, girls do get it done. That <laughs> was the best line of the episode. <laughs> of the two episodes. <sighs> um, no, that was... What about the truth? What truth? What is the truth? She says the truth is, she's gonna stick her boot up your Nazi kitty. I guess to, to back up just a little bit to give it all context, right? We all seen the episode, but but the bit about how Stan Edgar is consistently making he's consistently making deals with people. He does not give a shit about any of this. Like he he's willing to backstab Homelander with Butcher, right? He's willing to backstab, you know, like he's willing to. Yeah, he's a pharmaceutical over- company. Yeah, I, I mean, this is spot on. We've already seen we we see how this plays out already. 
but the, I guess the the confrontation, the way that the way that it's set up is that like, hey, you know, the Scientology Church or the the you know the the anachronism to the Scientology yeah. Church, you get one of your superheroes back in the seventh, and I absolutely adore the fact that A Train overhears the fact that it's going to be deep and not A Train, and he sets up what ultimately is Stormfront's fall. That is poetic justice. That is poetic writing that gives right. him the ability to not only screw over the deep once again, because we know from a few weeks ago that the deep feels like the deep feels a certain kind of way about how a train has treated him. And, and you see that a train is just full of shit like this whole time. Like he's just, he's just saying whatever to be a part of this deal. Um, and the fact that deep doesn't get back into seven, but a train does the moment that the flash or the speed or the blur or whatever that guy's head got popped. Yeah. The moment that that happened. I was like, well, now they don't have a speedster in the seven. So that's how a train gets back on the seven. Um, and honestly, this episode left me liking A Train more. Which, which now, I mean, that sets up a storyline for later of he's the one who turned in Homelander's girlfriend. Yep. <laughs> and now they're all together. That's not gonna play over really well. Like, that's I certainly not... don't think so. Now that now that uh, I don't know, racism and Nazi ideologies have taken root inside America. I mean, Homelander. I did. I did appreciate the fact that she got her comeuppance because the second that her phone started binking or, or, you know, alarming or whatever, you, you, we know, right. We know what's happening because you do, if you're paying really close attention, you see, you know, Annie and um, Huey upload the file with all the pictures of her as a Nazi and, you know, yeah. Like, Oh, there it goes. Well, your life is fucked. And yeah. It happened to a nicer person. Um, it, it is, it is, that scene where she gets off the elevator and she's walking around the tower and like everybody recoils from her. That was <laughs> just chef's fucking kiss. I, I loved that. That that's how we should react to Nazis. Like, and then when you get the little meme about her getting run over by the car. Yeah. I, I laughed out loud at that. I was like, that is and I was like that that to me called straight back to like Bush Carey. Like that was the same, the same like animation. Like they were doing songs about them, and like, and it was that same exact animate, like paperish animation style. And I was like, oh my god, this is this is just like, yeah, yep. Oh, it was it was, or maybe that's two thousand and five, two thousand seven, something like something like that. I, I don't know. And whatever, like we're you know we're nineteen poli- corrupt politicians deep at this point, so. Anyways, it don't um, matter. Like I, the last, the last good one we had was probably what fucking Jefferson, maybe. <laughs> you know, what and even said, then, probably not honest or good. You know what's interesting is that you said that in my first rec, my first like I was reaching back and I was like, who who would I answer to that? And I was like, I was like Reagan, and I was like, no, 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 not Reagan. Um, not- the one who destroyed the world as we know it. <laughs> I could probably go back. That's my conservative, you know. It's my conservative. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's that's Rush Limbaugh reaching up your ass from the grave and puppeting you. <laughs> um, I, maybe Eisenhower, Kennedy, somewhere in there. I mean, Kennedy was having affairs with people, but you know, on the grand scheme of things, when it comes to like trying to actively subvert our constitution, I guess you know, 
I would I'm say, just going to go back to the idealized version of the founding fathers that we already have. Because uh, I bet contemporarily, probably fucking terrible people. They probably um, were. I mean, look, look at the things we've learned about Andrew Jackson. I mean, yeah. like, they're all, they've all done things that, you know, <laughs> that we would rather they hadn't. But by the same token, I think we do sometimes apply our logic, our morals to people who did not have the benefit of having those logic and morals um, because, you know, that's just the way things have always been for them. And like, yeah, there's a really famous so- book that talks about how slavery is cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and people still worship in those temples today. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Yeah. Awkward. Almost <laughs> like a giant sham. Um, <laughs> or an opiate. Would you say it's an opiate? <laughs> of the masses even? I probably. Womp <laughs> um, no, I. Where I, were we? No, we're talking about Stormfront. Oh yeah, um, Nazis. Got it. No, I think I, I, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that we're both on the same page. Is that and that Stormfront is not dead. Um, I think she probably is imprisoned or she is being, you know, sidelined, much like maybe know, in that uh, Delta room for Forty Two Delta. Wow, man. By the way, uh, well, we'll 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 get there. That's my ADD. I, honestly i thought that i thought that scene was a lot long in my brain that that extended for a much longer period of time in this show Uh than just like the six minutes we get Um, i liked that a lot because in my head i'm like are those mirrors because if she uses you know her power does it reflect back on her and there's nothing electric in the room we know she had like we we know she has to like draw from electric power yeah and it's just fucking glow sticks and there there ain't no power in there it was awesome to see that it's the fucking fire alarm that that let's 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 move to huey lamplighter annie talk uh and her mom who yeah who was also there yeah the the one with the wet handshake Uh, (laughs) that was was that was very fun. That that whole like the the whole part with lamplighter and like you're the cucks fluffer and I'm like Jesus Christ. That's when you were like, man, I really, you know, I hope I don't eat my words next episode. I was just laughing because I knew this was coming, uh, <laughs> literally um, and figuratively. But he's he, a gross, horrible human being. Uh, <laughs> he is a horrible, horrible human being. Like, which I, I, I mean, I guess I can get it because in his brain, he's dead. Like, I mean, he's already, he's got his plan to kill himself. Like, he's got all of this stuff. And it doesn't matter if he makes it to the stand, he's dead. If he doesn't make it to the stand, he's dead. It, none of it, none of it matters. So he's like, whatever, fuck it. I'm going to drink, smoke, you know, fuck, like whatever, and whatever, whatever I need to do to just live out my last, you know, 20 minutes of life. And just, I, I want to go out, you know, I want to go out fucking um, kind of idea of id in that moment like it's whatever he wants he's gonna do right feels good for him yeah man Uh, they took down my fucking statue i wanted to do it in front of my statue it's interesting that he thought i mean he knows i i just gotta know how fast they move on yeah i have a hard time believing that he doesn't believe that or that he believes that statue would still be there he knows how quickly they move on from shit and how quickly they erase people out of there. I think there. it's one of those like hopeful, hopeful things. Like, may, like maybe, maybe I still mean something to somebody somewhere, and nope. and that would be in his mind. So he's like, nope, flick. <laughs> I 
look, it is what it is. I'm glad that that I, I'm glad that we're done with that character. I, yeah. I really had. I mean, he had he had to go do his turn in the rookie. So. That, that's probably where honestly what happened is that he could commit to like, hey, I can do two or three episodes. So they had to, you know, put him in that role. Exactly. I mean, he does a great job. Like he was fantastic in the following. He's great I, in the rookie. Still to this day. I, after you mentioned the following last week, I started, I was like Googling, how can I find the following and watch that again? Because <laughs> that, to me, that was one of the best. I mean, Kevin Bacon had been off my TV for so long. And then all of a sudden he pops up on the following. That show was creepy as hell. Like, yeah, it was it, great. It was. The, the first like season or two. Terrible. The first season was wonderful. Um, there were like three or four, right? Because it gets like super weird. I stopped watching after season two because it became a cult thing. And I was like, nah, yeah. nope, I'm out. Like, that's the thing with shows like that. Like, they're a flash in the pan because they're so You just got to get bigger. <laughs> and they're like, no, this isn't good, big. Unless you're a supervillain, you can't keep going. Like, at some point, people have to die. You can't get shot, you know, five or six times unless you establish, hey, this person, it doesn't matter if they get shot, right? Like, that's, that's the only way you can keep characters like that. But yeah. even... Even tonight, I mean, you have Stormfront, right, who gets shot, gets the living shit kicked which, out. Of- which is weird that she can get beat up, but shooting her does nothing. It's Anyway. It's, I- it was interesting to see Queen Maeve. I think this might be the first time we saw Queen Maeve really, really flex her muscles, so to speak. Um, not so to speak. That's what she did. She flexed yeah. her muscles. Um, Comes in when everyone is, is down. Oh, it was after was... after like essentially like this fucking twink, like uh, like this guy. Like I mean, she's she's got she's another one. I feel like her and Lamplighter's storylines kind of you know, mix a little bit. Where it's like she's like fuck it, like I don't have anything to live for. Like I'm I'm stuck here. This is just uh, I'm gonna do whatever I want. So like wait, this is distinctly not lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like it's like can you be a human being, like for once? And you like you see. Uh, whatever her name is Ashley. neurotic one Ashley just like I'm so sorry You're like thank you like, she had but she's got nothing left left either so she's gotta she's gotta pick a side Poor she Ashley. can't just stand stand by and watch anymore I mean it, it's she gets to uh, that was that was interesting to me is that she got to pull her plan off like and it worked I mean her plan you know she gets her moment where she gets to confront Homelander and right, and she's like, "Look, if you don't back off, like, leave yeah, a land. I'll show this, and and no one, but like, no one will ever love you again. That <laughs> moment, like, that hurt Homelander far worse than anything else that happened. And you see it a couple a couple times. Like, that's that's where he ends too. Is like you see him a little bit of humanity where he's like, "Oh, I have a son. I need like you get to see him. Like, oh, my son is." Like he's not handling this well and gets him out of there. And I was like, Oh shit. Well, that's, that was, that was, like, that's interesting. I did like that scene because I, I, which it, makes it more impactful later when uh, he literally chooses fame over oh, family. Oh. Like, it's like that. The, the love and adoration is worth more than, you know, having, having this kid. It was, it was interesting that he had enough heart in that moment because they immediately follow that up with him trying to teach Ryan 
how to blow up the deep action figure, which was fucking <laughs> hysterical. Um, that it was the deep, but I mean, he doesn't know how to connect to his kid in that moment, but he connects to his kid the previous scene, right? Like he acts out of instinct, and he's like, "I've got to get Ryan out of here." Yeah, right? like, he's not doing well. When he thinks about it, and he's like, when he's forced to think, he doesn't do well. When he reacts out of instinct, you know, that's when he's the most dangerous. But in that one, this one particular instance, it worked out well. Like, he reacted out of instinct, and he protected Ryan. Which was, I mean, look, if we're going to criticize the guy, like, you got to give him credit for that. He did right. the right thing there. Um, so Yeah, in spite of, in spite of you know, that, not, that Nazi cow. Yeah. It's one of my favorite quotes from Field of Dreams. Step outside, you Nazi cow. I did. I did. <laughs> it was interesting that they allowed um, Queen Maeve to use the, the term. You know, she says to uh, Stormfront, she says, hey, Kraut. Um, <laughs> and look, that is. It's very... like, it felt very like Captain America. Like, exactly. Punch Hitler, in the, punch Hitler in the face comic book cover. That's the thing, is that that's a very like 40s, 50s way of speaking, because obviously we weren't around then, but like if you look at like the way war movies are made, that's how like GIs and, and people speak about the Germans, is that's the pejorative term for German. Yeah. Dehumanize so I, you can kill them. I don't know that Maeve it's the it, downside of dehumanizing an entire section of the world for 20 years. Uh, anyway. And that's what we're getting now. Yeah. It's almost like if you marginalize <laughs> people and you continually tell people they're, they're worthless. See people the start first, to believe it. See the first five minutes of episode seven. People will start to right. believe that shit. And then, you know, people Bad get things happen. And uh, I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Jesus, God, I, I'm going to need like a bath after this. Honestly, it's okay. <laughs> so, oh man, that's a fun, fun mental image for everyone in the audience. Let's say shower, not bath. Um, but oh no, I, I, well, I wasn't envisioning like you naked or anything. Like that's, well, now I am. But shit, wait, bring it back. Uh, <laughs> I'm envisioning you like laying in a bath, the feet up, like. You know, oh, head headphones God. in, sports on, rose petals, dimly lit candles. The thing that I would have that and a, and a, like one of those like high school Gatorade bottles, you know, like the green ones with the orange tops, because obviously it wouldn't be like wine. It's like one of those squirt bottles, and you're just like holding it away from your face and just oh. drinking the water from afar. Oh my like, God! Was that a good mental? Like, uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like I painted a picture there. I think the audience will appreciate. That. <laughs> Uh, please add us with an artist rendition of this <laughs> that is that is the challenge that. <laughs> that is the challenge well I yeah was... i mean you would get oh, set up you would start to drink that first drink of water you push play on the game and then <laughs> oh my god <laughs> baths what are those get out of here elevate that's what's actually happening um <laughs> Let's talk really briefly, um, since we're talking about Maeve, um, let's talk about that fight in the, the tower between um, Annie and uh, Black Noir, who has <laughs> a ton of fucking screen time this week. We actually even see Black Noir's face this week. Or you mean Wade? We see Wade's face. Oh, man. That was... That was... 
to find out that, that Black Noir has a tree nut allergy when Annie's like, was that an almond joy? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, so funny. This badass dude is, I mean, felled by an almond delightful um and, and you find out later that like he's like in serious serious anaphylaxis um and she like keeps kicking away his like epipen she get get out of here get out of here get out of here it was it was interesting to me because you 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 know this allowed for us to have annie captured and taken to the tower right was the scene with her mother because her mother calls ashley like a dumbass um <laughs> i mean and I, i'm like she doesn't she doesn't know which is like the, the sadder she's just like i just i just wanted to like and there you see them like almost connecting and she's like shit what have you done <laughs> and she's just, her mother the mother character is so selfish to me honestly like i feel like it, she's gotten less over like it's like she's trying to, it, it's almost the same thing as the deep like she's like trying to be a real person and trying to be trying to be decent but doesn't know how i i mean i just had this conversation about like you know, the, the people who can only communicate with with like i'll be praying for you yeah uh, and that's it like that where it's it's like it doesn't feel genuine but you know for that like that person those those people especially if it's someone you know close and you're just like there's no that's that's the only way they've been taught to communicate affection is or to communicate care. It's not just like, hey, I would I want to make sure that you're okay. You have to express it with, I'll be praying for you, or you know, I uh, like that. It's got to go through. It's got to go through religion because that's the only frame of communication and frame of empathy that you have. It's the only way. So I feel like that's what's going on. I don't know, man. That's I... why she gives her the cross, and she's like. I'm not going to wear this. And she's like, I just want you to have it like that. That's, that's how she is showing like this. This is how I show. I care for you is through that, through the only way I have to communicate because that's the way I've been, you know, taught and brainwashed or, you know, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Um, That's the only way you have to communicate emotion. It just really, that, that really grinded my gears or ground my gears, I guess. I, I don't know. I just, I've heard it, it both ways. The fact that even Annie is like, yeah, I think my mom bought this in like a Dwayne Reed, which I had to look <laughs> that up. Apparently, that's like a CVS. Um, so that must be like, <laughs> a, like a, a part of the country, like uh, you know your grocery store, your pharmacy store, or whatever. I assume uh, somewhere in the Midwest. That's yeah. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe. I mean, we know that we know that the tower is in New York, and we think that Annie is from the Midwest, so that's probably. A safe assumption. Um, I don't know if they specifically said where she's from. I always sort of assumed Kansas for some reason. Yeah, like Bible but, Belt. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I think it was it was nice to see these stories. Like like you said, they it's almost like these last two episodes were one long movie that were wound together, right? And, and you get the payoff, right? And, and you get Queen Maeve has her like her self pity moment. Where she's indulging herself after her, you know, breakup or pseudo breakup with Elena, um, which I, I did think that that scene between Elena, the one scene between Elena and uh, Queen Maeve was. I, I mean, I, I will share. Like, I've been that partner who, like, you're in the middle of a fight with somebody, and you're like, you know what? Like, I'm just gonna move on. We got to move on. Let's find something that we both like to do. And like, I get from Queen Maeve's like 
point of view where she's like, look, I got our favorite food. Let's have a good night. Like we'll cuddle up and watch a movie on the TV. And your other partner just cannot like for whatever, like their own reason, they just can't get past the fight. Like they want to stay in the fight. They want to stay in the anger. Like I'm not saying she's wrong, but it's just, it's so frustrating to be that partner. Like I want to try and get back to normal. Like if we can, and that you just can't. Yeah. Sometimes you need time. I'll, Fun fact about our last scene on this on this podcast, um, Dwayne Reed is essentially Walgreens in New York. Is like it in in New York City? So okay, like in her in her brain, like contextualizing it, like in, in uh, Starlight's like, yeah, she just went to she just went to fucking Walgreens and bought this while like, she's here, like five dollar yeah. thing just to. And I I would I would be willing to bet, from her mother's perspective, that is like like this is this is your protective talisman like i want to god will protect you because i went and took the time to go buy this thing it doesn't it it's the the symbolism behind it and like her her way of saying i want you to be protected i love all of that and she's like yeah this is from a fucking walgreens let's think the difference is i mean we do get that scene between butcher and his son with the saint christopher medal right because that's a that's a religious medal. Yeah. I think St. Christopher, he's a saint in the Catholic I Church. I think it's the patron saint of travel, I believe. Yeah. I mean, but that medal, clearly there's a difference, right? And, and even despite all the things you just said, though, later in this, you know, later in the episode, she is wearing the cross. Confirmed. Like, patron saint of travel. She does have attachment to her mother. She, yes. She still cares about her mom. Like, I mean, I'm not saying she wouldn't, but... It's in, it's interesting that even though she kind of shits on it, she wears it, you know? Like that yeah, shit. and they even call it out, like, really? And it's like, yeah. like Okay, I mean, you know, that's, she's trying. That, like, that's Starlight's way of trying, is my, right. my point of view on that. Because like, they're trying to repair, repair the... Re- it's just... Slowly from two wildly different angles, from, like, the disillusioned, like, ex-evangelist versus like i i don't know that that whole storyline feels very personal (laughs) just just because i feel i identify well with it it's the betrayal you are responsible for your children and they made a choice to experiment on their kids like because of money because of religion what whatever like exploit that, that bothers me that that I know there are other people who've done worse things on this show, but that particular storyline, I just, I can't get past it with the mother. Like she, I'm not sure that I'm going to be. You're not ready to forgive her yet? No, I'm not. I'm a hundred percent not ready to forgive her. So, um, all right. Anyway, we moved on to the fight. Moving on to the big, the big fight. Oh, I I meant the little fight with Maeve and her, (laughs) Maeve and her partner. But yeah, we can go to the big fight. Well, no, I mean the, the, I guess what I, I guess what I'm to kind of wrap up Maeve, I guess what we're, what we're really, you know, Elena's done. Elena's moved on. Like she's going to stay with her sister. I mean, it's not to say she couldn't come back, you know, next season and be, you know, Maeve could work on herself and make herself a better person and a better partner. But right. I, I, I don't see that happening. Like I, I kind of feel like Elena's story is over, you know, like, Maybe I'm wrong about this, and I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. But 
you know, it, it felt like this was closure for that chapter, right? Like she, she's told him leave, you know, or Maeve tells Homelander, leave us alone. Like we're moving on. And that felt like we're done with this. You know, we're, we're moving on. So we'll see. We'll see you next week when we dive into, you know, episodes one and two of, uh, of uh, season three. So, all right, we've done, have we talked about Huey? I think we've talked about Starlight a little bit. Um, let's talk about that, that scene with uh, Huey at the end of this episode um, with Congressman Newman. Um, that was intriguing to see Huey kind of stand on his own two feet for his, with his terminology, you know, like that was our Huey's growing up a little bit here, man. Like he's, he's kind of done being lackey done being the, the gopher, the, the, uh, the cuck fluffer, if you will. Yeah. Um, he's ready to be his own person. Um, I guess what I interpreted was we see Colonel Mallory tell butcher, you know, Hey, uh, Congressman Newman is creating a team of people to keep an eye on the, you know, the, on the soups, which to me, it sounds like we're getting back to really the very genesis of what the boys was as a comic, right? Like that's the whole, that's what this story was, is that they are a team who, you know, kind of spank the soups when they get out of line. Right. Like, that's what I think next season is going to be, right? Is them, maybe some new superheroes and, and, you know, doing bad things that the boys have to bring back in line or, or punish. I don't know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm envisioning. Maybe I'm wildly off base, but like, I, I'm ready for a little bit of like monster of the week. You know, like <laughs> we've we've done the the compound V thing. We've done the the big overarching story. Like that's still going to be there, but I think we need we need to move on from that story. Like the the world knows that you know Vought was giving children uh, compound V, so what more do we need to do here? Right. Like we, we see the evil pharmaceutical company is still going strong, right? Like they have, they have their, their, you know, face of their franchise as a Nazi and they're still fine. Like it does, it doesn't affect them. That it's the, the 24 hour news cycle thing, right? Like they're just, yeah, gonna keep it's over. Get out. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Are you ready for a little bit more formulaic? part of the, i mean for this show or, or are you wanting are you wanting to keep going on this storyline no i i mean i think we're i think we're pretty set <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm interested to see what they what they do with the the next one like to to see the trip through soldier boy's madness oh yeah we didn't talk about that um that statue that is very like we have not seen any mention of Soldier Boy at all, and I don't think it's specifically ever stated. But when the very beginning of season uh, of episode seven, when we see the statue of the soldier who is clearly a World War II soldier, um, that's got to be like foreshadowing of Soldier Boy, right? I like, I would think so. Like, I mean, I I don't know, but it certainly seems like it would be based on the the love of statues. That is that has got Eric Kripke's like secret like. So I, I get from that perspective how perhaps the the, the storyline with the father could also be a little bit of a tease for, you know, hey, this is what's coming in season three. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, like I'm really excited for season three. I, like this was a very good, a very good like conclusion to this arc, but it kind of feels like the same thing we did with the Mandalorian, right? Like where we had this like super intense, super dedicated like in it storyline that is very self-contained 
but you get to this point now and like the things we've heard about Mando is like potentially we're going to see now like a Mando civil war, right? Like I like no lie. I think I've made it very clear. Like I am all in on the Like the idea oh, yeah. of Orion doing a civil war. <laughs> it's going to be great. I hope that's what it is. Um, and I hope that's what the boys are planning to do. Like, I haven't read the entire series, so clearly there's more stuff out there, and there's more, you know, material for them to to mine from. But I, I felt like this was a a, a nice wrap up, right, for these characters, for these people. Like, this could have this could have served as a, a finale to me. Like, if this had been the end, I would have been frustrated based on that scene with Homelander at the the very end, where he's jacking off naked. Um, <laughs> Which I think, if I remember right, that's directly from the comic. Is it? I, I'm pretty sure that, that was one of the more controversial panels from the comic of him like ejaculating over New York. I mean, it's fairly disgusting. Yeah, come on, New York. Um, Literally. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think. Have we missed anybody? I mean, we we mother's mother's milk. milk. Yeah, mother's milk doesn't really factor very heavily into these two episodes you know he does get to return to his children yeah that that was a nice so yeah everyone kind of gets to go like it's almost like the gang's breaking up a little bit but you have the the drop in of hey we're gonna have like i've got a i've got an assignment like and you can almost like hear that playing in the background it's like it might be impossible when they shut off the, the lights to the basement underneath it, it felt like you know how like some shows like like cable shows would that would be <laughs> how they wrap up their season is like the last let's they look, turn like, around and turn the lights off yeah and like, then they have thing. fucking winston pull a dumbass prank <sighs> i miss new girl i re- really miss new girl if, if we could get rid of that five minute stinger it would have been perfect just true american <sighs> lights off yeah i know what you mean like the the kind of turn around and like well this is the building and like especially those like single single scene kind of shows Uh where i mean i feel like that's what's going to happen with like uh, i'm blanking on the apple tv show with jennifer aniston oh um the morning morning show show. yeah they'll like turn out the lights or like the newsroom Uh, i don't think i ever finished second season but i would imagine that would be a perfect one where they just turn out the lights or uh, so I will tell you that the newsroom... That's what they did with friends. Like, they just kind of, like, closed the door. The newsroom and... did not end satisfactorily because the newsroom was not supposed to end. At that <laughs> That's um, why I just stopped the season one. I think I'd heard um, that. We were... A funny story about that. We, when we went to North Carolina um, a couple years ago, uh, we, we stayed in a cabin that had no internet, no cell reception, um, and no cable. So they just had a TV with a DVD player. So they had stocked it with like a bunch of DVDs and stuff. Like they had put a bunch of movies and things in there. And it was just, it's wild. Like you don't realize how connected you are to everything until you're not connected. Um, But the newsroom was one of those, they had the box set for season one of the newsroom. And I started playing that. And my wife loves shit. It's so good. It is. It is. I'm the first, the first scene. Like, Amazing, surprise! I still have that saved. Um, no, I who uh, HBO Max has it, and occasionally 
you know, like they say that uh, people our age, like all we do is rewatch shows. And I'm like, yeah, I guess yeah, trauma. <laughs> that's, that's why that's why you like expected things like this is a no this is a known quantity we know what we're getting right it's not gonna be just some like oh well i guess uh, i i guess we're going to another pandemic now oh well i guess we're going through our fourth recession oh look another crash look another bubble oh look another corrupt politician just fucked everyone out of everything they've ever owned mm or you know their rights that's why i've watched the office like nine times right and I've new girl every we just started time. watching schitt's creek again oh my god <laughs> oh. you david oh. anyway i don't know who we finished and where we went but oh yeah the biggest the biggest one i think we've pretty much got everyone yeah mother's milk goes back with family everyone kind of clears up um we didn't really talk about the head popping um oh my god How the terrorist we- attack that- because honestly, uh, it's it's one of like we. I feel like most of the shows like kind of gloss over the action stuff because okay, yeah, it's the action scene, but that's that's not even. It's it's almost inconsequential, except for kind of like that first scene where you get like a little throwaway later, like this whole scene is kind of a throwaway to get to a little payoff later, because oh. it establishes that he does this. And I remember watching it the first time. I was like that's uh what's his name the the boss like uh, on his name which which boss are you talking about the big boss shit what's his name uh, <laughs> Edgar. Edgar. yeah uh-huh so i i was like oh my god is that Edgar? uh and and like no it's it's not but yeah there's the big attack and you know all these people are heads are popping and i like w- looking at the end of the end of the season and then going back i'm like huh i do i it it was like why does she keep fucking going back like oh get out of the room like get away if you watch that again there the clues are there yeah just the jerkiness of the camera and like it's very well done um but like she is just exploding bitches heads left and right and like that is and that is a great twist. I, I almost, I almost think it's kind of like we're seeing in the news now, where you're having like Democrats who are propping up crazy candidates. It's like it's like a it's a false flag essentially, or like the the whole like, let's let's do something that looks like it's going to be this side, so that this side will get in trouble, and then we can have our victory, and you know. Be- and and on and on the the fucking political wheel spins more more poor journalists are pushed in front of subways like it's it's that kind of same same thing it's insane Uh, it's insane as well it felt like it it felt like the the whole like this really come back to like bite you in the ass like you're shooting yourself in the foot by trying to prop up all these like lunatic right-wing candidates because some of them are going to win and when and they win, now there's more lunatics. Final. Yeah. Like, I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't need any help being fucking nuts. Um, oh, I'm going to have to move to North Georgia and run against her just on principle. You know what? You know, I, 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 and look, this may come out later that like this was all. I saw a story. I heard, well, actually, I heard the 911 call today for a domestic issue in uh, Colorado with the Boberts, Lauren Bobert. Um, her oh, Jesus, 
her husband was trying to fight some neighbors. Their kid was like drag racing in a neighborhood or something. And then the husband became involved and like, just people have got a lot of shit buried and like, like in the backyard, like you don't know what's going on in people's like family lives. And like, sometimes you, you just, you don't want to know like all this going on. Like, I'm just, anyways, we, we, I'm just tired of the Madison Cawthorns and Lauren Burberts. And I mean, Madison Cawthorn, who's that? Yeah. (laughs) Washington certainly forgotten. They, they conveniently forgot about him very quickly. Poof. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as like him and Lindsey Graham can go, go hang out and be homophobic together. I think they share certain common traits. They do. Between the two that bothers me a lot. Like the, the whole like, just rampant, rampant homophobia. And it's like, and that's like, you're that, that's who you are. Like, like it's, it's okay. Like <laughs> just, just be who you are. It's no. fine. Like well, stop, stop pretending and certainly don't take out your self-hatred on everyone else. Or a poor tree. Yeah. An innocent tree. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Victoria it, Newman is popping heads, I guess is the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's really the, that's the, the, big, the big twist. The, head, the headline for all of that is, uh, is AOC is popping heads. AOC <laughs> actually has superpowers. Right. No, I do think that will be an intri- intriguing storyline. I like the fact that they sewed up the storyline with um oh, thank God with the church. Like Jesus. I don't need any more of that. And the fact that they killed Gorn uh this Nivoha, yeah. um, you know that one. As the fresca um, drips drips into his blood. That was that was well done. Claudia Dumit is the character um that plays Congressman Newman. Um I just want to point this out one more time because I deeply, deeply love this show. Um both <laughs> I knew it was Gorn- coming. <laughs> Goran and Claudia were from Timeless, and they played and interacted with each other a lot on this in the show Timeless. It's intriguing and enjoyable to me that t- when Timeless ends, that they both found homes on the boys, um, which is just it's just like it's like kismet. Like I love seeing that. Um, I love seeing you know, like Malcolm Barrett was also on Timeless and, and appears in the show. I just I like seeing these actors find homes and find jobs because they're good. Like they're really good at what they do, and it's nice to see them like find new homes and, and keep getting to work with each other. So I know those people are doing very fine for themselves. They don't need me to worry about them, but um, but still. I, they hold it's a special nice. place in your heart. They do. I love that show. And I love the fact that, you know, it seems like this, this group wants to work together. So anyways, um, now I'm just rambling at this point. I think we've, I think I we've think that's about... all the, the big temple. I mean, if we missed anything and uh, well, I guess we missed it. And that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> so I, I think what we're going to do moving forward here, um, because we are going to try and cover two episodes at a time is this will be the format is that we will talk about the overall we'll fucking ramble as per usual we do um but we'll talk about the overall arcs um as we're moving forward um like hey this is how you know this two episode arc is moving forward hopefully hopefully the show will accommodate and allow us to you know talk about these things in arcs um because that's that's what we're going for here so 
But I think yeah. for now, um, I think that's everything we wanted to cover. Uh, is there anything that I missed, Snark, that you wanted to include on this episode? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, I, I know we didn't, we didn't talk a whole lot about Frenchie or the female, but they really didn't get a whole lot other than they kind of. I kind of like Mother's Milk. Like they're all, they they all felt kind of in episode. Um, Stormfront murders a bunch of police because, sure. Uh, <laughs> I guess you know the Vought agents. Yeah, that was had. Right, Homelander killed all those police officers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess they. I guess they're not. I don't think they're police officers. I think they're the Vought security, internal security guy. I mean, they're the same. Yeah. Thing. They're right. You know, bought and paid for by you know by the government. Bought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I was a little disappointed with the lack of, you know, I, the lack of Frenchie and um. When we find out the female has like, she can essentially come back like she's she's a weapon like weapon x yeah she's she's x20 she's x23 that was i i remember when that happened i was like that seems like that's a bigger deal than maybe the show is showing us (laughs) i thought hopefully like that the reason that they're not as worried not as like hitting that was because she's just gonna like unbreak her neck and sure true to form (laughs) does just like (laughs) in my in my head, I went, unbreak my neck. <laughs> yeah. Sing. Anyway, <laughs> that's like the first thing that ran through my head. Uh, this is what it's like to live inside my brain. Uh, shit like that happens all the time. Um, so I know I know some people get to hear it. <laughs> that's why we love you, Stark. Oh, my God. I was singing songs from Gabby's Playhouse all day at work today. I'm, you know what I did? <laughs> I um well my son started daycare and now we're just we're at the rambling part of this episode so if you want to you know if you want to click <laughs> off folks they, they yeah the rambling rambling man um, but my uh, my son started daycare on Friday and like I was getting him in the car and getting him ready to go I had to drive my wife's car um because you know I she had gas and I did not um so I had to drive him over to daycare real quick and we're driving over to daycare and he's just like. In the back, we have the cameras that you can like watch him in his seat and everything. He's just kind of staring out the window. I'm like, you know, cameras. My... We have a mirror. We have a little camera. What kind of technology is available now? It's a little camera that uh, will pop up to a little like a screen, basically the size of an old iPod. Um, that very nice. Watch, you know, you can watch your kid. Um, and we them mm. from a uh, going on the registry. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, I will send you a link later. Um, it's wildly efficient. But anyways, I tell you this story because we're driving and I just like, I was like looking up Spotify. And I was like, JT's going to want to listen to something. So I put on Einstein, uh, Little Einsteins. When I tell you Little Einsteins is a freaking bop, like I'm, <laughs> like I'm driving down the road and I'm like, this song's actually pretty good. And then I looked in like the search Someone has gone in and like edited and made like club remixes of the little Einstein songs. Of course they have. And they are excellent. <laughs> They're clean so I can play them for my kid. And like he's in the back just like having a grand old time. Jamming. Like this is this is gonna be a good day. And it was. It was a great start to the day. So I really, really <laughs> appreciate that person. For the rest day. of the day was a shit show, but the first part. That's great. Driving into daycare 
looks awesome. Uh, rest of the day. Wait, what day is today? Today is Saturday. You're working on Saturday? What is happening? Yesterday. Didn't I say Oh, yesterday? you did? Maybe. I don't know. Time has no meaning. I, I'm like, I'm going on, I'm about to go on my like 15th straight day of work. To, and with, with very little end in sight. To, time has no meaning. But yeah, I think you did say did say yesterday indeed. I can tell my wife is uh my wife has gotten her son down because I I got the little notification on my phone. I can tell she's had less <laughs> Please fun. come be a human with me. <laughs> because I keep seeing she's sending me TikToks and I'm like, I know she's having a glass of wine while she sends me these TikToks. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is the only time she sends me TikToks. So that sounds like the perfect time to say to uh, to let everybody know. Um, may the force be with you. And we will see you all next week. Thanks, guys.